And what inspires me, to be honest, are the stories. If the story is really great, then you feel motivated to add a lot and create a lot and enhance it further. Hello, I'm Poonam and welcome to Crew Chats Podcast, where I speak to the people that work behind the scenes in film, TV and theatre. For today's episode, I had the opportunity to speak to costume designer Vera Kapoor-E, who kindly took some time out to speak to me while she was on set. Working in Indian cinema, Vera started her career as an AD and fell into designing commercials, which led her to being asked to design her first film. Vera has worked on a wide variety of films and television shows such as Kala, Hindi Medium, Sadar Uddham and Piku, to name a few. We discussed how Vera got into designing, why Indian cinema is known worldwide and more. Thank you for making the time to speak to me. I really appreciate it. And uh, my first question would be, what does uh, being a costume designer involve for you? I personally think costume designer for me is understanding the script from a director's point of view. Because I feel a story is the director's BB. And my job is to help enhance the performance, enhance the narrative. So that's how I see my role as a costume designer. Um, what's your relationship with the director? What's your working relationship like? How, how do you go to them initially when you get the job? And what's your feedback loop with them? See, first, what one for what I do is I read the script. And after I've read the script, obviously, um, we can uh, have a very different vision about how a certain person can look. So uh, what I do is I meet the director, have a meeting, and I share my perspective. And then I also see what the director gives me a brief, like how he is seeing these people. What is their background? Sometimes the script doesn't have a lot of background of an artist. It's a story set in a current time and we follow the story. So I try to understand what is behind this person. Where does this person come from? What are the things that are going to influence this person's taste and choices? So I try to understand that. And when I get the brief from the director, then I start, I pull, in, I pull together, I do a lot of real films. Mm. So I pull together uh, pictures, I pick, together actual pictures and nowadays with thanks to the internet we have a vast source of information you know i've done films when i didn't have uh, you know so much of google to reference images from so i've actually gone to magazines and cut pictures yeah. stuck them in a drawing book and made a presentation so i've done that also for my first film but uh, things have changed a lot in 20 yeah. years and now we have amazing presentations we can change the colors you know, we can kind of make adjustments in images. So then I then I present my view and then we come on, like, obviously this is a creative line. So there is a lot of uh, back and forth. There's a lot of, I like this, but I don't like this. I like this, but in this kind, I like the style, but so that happens. And then we kind of come to a conclusion and start uh, fabricating the clothes. And then obviously we have a viewpoint from the actors. Mm who are actually going to wear the clothes. So what suits them, what doesn't, what works for them, all that comes into play. I know you mentioned there's a back and forth and both with the director and then the and the actors as well. Do you, How do you manage when they uh, don't necessarily see eye to eye with the, your kind of vision all the time? How do you manage those situations? See, I feel um, the most important part of our jobs, I feel anybody, any technician in this industry mm. is people management. Yeah, very true. It is. It is. It is a creative line. There's no. Um, it's not like blue is bad and pink is good or green is better. It's just that these are individual choices. You know, I might enjoy wearing a maroon. Somebody might not like that color. So I think it's very important to understand first thing what the story needs, 
and keep our egos aside and come to a conclusion as to what is looking best on the person. That's why we make options. And I'm very open to a disagreement. It's okay. I mean, I don't take it like, I, feel, um, I don't take it personally. I feel, um, and I also always believe that, especially when I know my director it knows what they're talking about, then I respect their vision because I feel I need to bring their vision, vision into life, you know? So I, I've mostly had quite a good experience handling people's uh, views and objections and kind of dealing with it. That's, I think that's uh, people management that nowadays we need in any profession. Yeah, I think it's very true. I've, I, I've, spoke, I've spoken to other costume designers and heads of departments um, in, in the industry and they always say it's one of those things you're not necessarily trained for. Um, but it's a big, big part of the job. You're not given, you know, in a degree, you're not going to give that part, given that part of the training, I guess. Yes. So I just wanted to touch on the time of Bollywood um, because you work in Indian cinema. And I, again, I find it sometimes from research I've done and sort of interviews I've listened to from other people that work in the industry and actors, they don't necessarily like the term Bollywood. And I don't know where you stand on that term. Would you prefer the term Indian cinema? I prefer Indian cinema. Bollywood is inspired because there's Hollywood. So because we're making it in Bombay and it's come... I mean, it's just something, I feel it's Indian cinema because Indian cinema has many, many regional films, many, I mean, so much work happening. We produce more films than most countries do. You know? Yeah, it's a vast number, and I think. Vast number. So I feel uh, I wouldn't want to use the term Bollywood. I would call it Indian cinema. And what is the, because Indian cinema is popular across the world. It touches corners and parts of the world where people become obsessed but what do you think is the allure of Indian cinema um, not just in India um, but across the world see I feel um, Indian cinema a lot of it is uh, I mean they're very emotional stories and uh, I, I think the music also plays a very important role because uh, we use a lot of music in our films which a lot of other films don't they might yeah. have a background score they might uh, even today as we see a lot of films evolving and cinema changing, even Indian cinema, they are using less like lip sync songs and there are more songs playing in the background. So it's music is very important, I feel, for our Indian films. It's the hook line, I think, that captures, captures people's yeah. imaginations. These are so, uh, they're so relatable, they're so family oriented, there's, there's so much drama. It's, it's, it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good mix of everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how did you get into what you do? How did you become a costume designer and get into the world of costume? Uh, to be honest, I didn't start off in this industry as a costume designer. I started off as an assistant director. Oh, okay. With, yes, with a director called Sujit Sarkar, who now I do all his films as a costume designer. Hmm. So I remember starting off as an intern, a little lost in the industry, not knowing what exactly I want to do. So it was easy to be an assistant director and just start, you know, following orders, roaming around with a little pen and a notebook. And uh, at that time, they used to, I, this company, Suji's company used to do a lot of advertising. So for that, they would not hire professional designers sometimes. They had small budgets, smaller ad here and there. So some ads, they, they said, okay, you know, this is a small ad. We have two characters. Do you think you can just do their clothes also? So I said, okay, I was always interested in clothes and fashion. And I, it was pretty and it was, it was always something that I was interested in, but didn't know how to go about, uh, I mean, getting so when I started doing those ads before I knew it before even I was a costume designer I had done 100 of them oh wow About, so and then I realized I I think I'm pretty okay at this you know why not try it out so there was a designer there's a designer called Doria Luvalia she's a national award winner she's 
done films like Bandit Queen and 1947 Earth. And uh, she called me once for a film. I was at him working as an employee with Sushil. And she told me that, would you like to come and join me? I'm doing a period film. It's called Partition. And uh, you'll have to move from Bombay. I had to go and work, do the prep in Delhi. And then we were shooting in Punjab. And so I, and she said, she gave me like one minute to take a decision. Oh, wow. And I, and I just said, okay. <laughs> so I had to tell him quitting the company and he, his first thing was why what happened any issues so I told him that uh, Dolly Ruwali and he knew her because she had acted in the film that he directed uh, okay. her, and she saw that okay probably this girl has some potential so so when I told him that you know there's a period film and I really want to learn and I think I want to pursue costumes his only reaction was that's brilliant please go ahead and do that I want to do a period film and whenever I do it you do the costumes oh wow and uh, he told me about the film he told me this about uh, 18 years ago and he actually made the film about three years ago we worked on it together I actually did oh <laughs> what was the film that I ended, I ended up being sorry Sardar Udham oh, okay. in fact that's one I read well yeah. Okay. Um, and because you mentioned period, because you work, you worked on contemporary stuff and you've worked on period films. What do you find are the key differences in the way you approach designing? Um, means do you mean like a difference between period and modern and contemporary? Yeah, for you as a costume designer, do you feel there is a difference in how you approach designing, or is it all very much the same? Mm, there is a difference. Obviously, when you in contemporary, you can create, you can be a, a little more adventurous in terms of your creation. You can you can make anything. You can make something even futuristic. Mm. You know, because it's what is available currently, which is being used to create something. Whereas period, what I find interesting is the research. Because you end up researching so much. You look at books. There are certain topics that you try and find images. You'll find a lot of written material. Yeah. But you won't find so to try to recreate something from that era is it's challenging and it's super fun so I love doing period work it's just it's really really I really enjoy it what period's your favorite all all I wouldn't say be it the 1920s in India 1940s the whole period of partition to any stories to even the late 1800s you know when there was lesser kind of fabrics available fewer textures and studying the work of that time and I've been fortunate enough to get opportunities to do these both these uh, areas. The research is always just such a fun part of period. So what do you think has been the biggest change in Indian cinema and actually what would you like to see change as well? Um, I feel now we have a lot of female directors which is a really a, a great thing. I love seeing stories written by women about women and even their interesting I mean, their perspective to Indian cinema. So I feel that is a big change because earlier we had only, it was predominantly only male directors. And I'm really happy that now a lot of very, very talented female directors are part of the journey of filmmaking now in India. So that I feel is, has been a big change. And I'm glad and I'm really looking forward to amazing work happening with them. So I have worked with female directors myself. I think from reading a few interviews you've done, Kala has been the thing that I has led me to you um and it's on netflix at the moment by the way people should watch it it's an amazing film and it is beautiful it's beautifully designed everything about it yeah i'm sure everyone's been messaging you and letting you know that all they think about it because everyone that i've spoken to that's watched it um whether they are have an indian heritage or not have mentioned the costumes again to be honest about one thing when it comes to color it is completely the director's vision and i have just 
kind of helped create it and enhance it because she herself is so involved with every motif that I have used, which I have done like a Zardosi yeah. poetries have been done on the saris. Every motif has been inspired, has been researched by her and she's wanted, there's a story, there's actually a story with every sari that she's worn. Um, it's difficult sometimes, I'm sure in a film you can't gather it all. There's a lot, yeah, but it's there and it's her vision and she's, she's really, really talented. So um, because of Anvita that I've really kind of, that film has been so beautifully executed. It is. It's such a good combination of what we spoke about earlier, where it, the the design, the costume design, the production design, the hair and makeup, the music, everything just comes together so beautifully and harmoniously. Yeah, so I just really enjoyed watching it. And where do you get your inspiration from? What do you find inspiring? It doesn't have to be. It could be in life generally as well. I find fish inspiring. Fish. Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't expecting the answer. <laughs> I mean, it's just a crazy thought. I've. There are many times when I've looked at an aquarium and I've seen the colors in fish and I just think it's the most beautiful thing. So I, I love colors coming out from there. And what inspires me, to be honest, are the stories. If the story is really great, then you feel motivated to add a lot and create a lot and enhance it further. But sometimes when you don't connect with the story at all, then I feel somewhere... I mean, your work will also be half-hearted, you know, because uh, you're not connecting with the people, you're not relating with it. And when you just don't feel it's right, you know, that feel. In that in that case, do you then pursue the job, as it were, or do you sort of say, no, this isn't for me, and then I'm going to, you find someone else that may better fit? There are times we all end up doing things that we don't really want yeah. to do, but we do it because of relationships, because of uh, somebody close to you is making a film. And they believe in it. So sometimes what you do is you try to understand their vision and you try and your best to deliver. Because at the end of the day, um, this is the creative line. We do enjoy a lot of mm. projects, but that doesn't mean we're going to love and enjoy everything that we do. Very true. It is It is a profession. And again, as we said, it's, it's like you can be 10 people in a room watching a movie and all 10 people can have a completely different interpretation of the film. Five would love it and five would hate it. And then it'd be very confusing. Some, there are times when I've seen a film which I have loved and the response has been so negative that in my head, I'm thinking, why? What went wrong? I don't know. I love the film. So it's such a creative line where there's nothing, uh, there's no right and wrong. It, it's just a different perspective. It's choices. Yeah, that's a very good way to look at it. And actually, you're right. It's perspective as well, isn't it? Because like you say, everyone will understand and perceive things differently watching the same exact same thing. You're very right there. Um, I guess that's also the magic of cinema, um, just generally. It's the beauty of cinema. Yeah. So, now, you've had a few appearances in things as well yourself. I'm going to say things like Bull Bull as well. When you've acted in films, has it informed the way you then approach design or um, interacting with an actor do you think it's changed anything about your job honest not really I I uh, feel an actor's job is really difficult I have done it for the fun of it again for friends who told me come on this small character like Bulbul I did the small role I did one in Kala as well yeah. I, because my relationship with the director she feels I'm like a lucky charm and she wants Aww. me to be role she always finds me in one of her characters and I I do that bit but uh, it's not, uh, I wouldn't say it has uh, guided me in my costume journey or changed my perspective. Not really. Okay, fair enough. So, Just earlier, you said you started your career as an assistant director. Do you ever wonder if you, where life might have taken you if you 
hadn't been um, designing, I guess because you were designing adverts at the end of the day, commercials, if you had taken the um, assistant director route or gone somewhere else, do you ever wonder about the, should, the maybes or what ifs of life? You know, when I was an assistant director, it's sometimes you are confused. You don't know what you want to do in life. But I very clearly know, knew what I don't want to do. And what I didn't want to do was direct. <laughs> when I was doing that, I really, I understand, I work with many different filmmakers. There are times I feel like, you know, when I'm working with somebody very new, very young, I feel like I could literally guide them in terms of direction a little bit. <laughs> that feeling comes of just some a little added experience. That's all. Yeah. You've seen somebody else really good at their craft working at something. So you've learned or you've just observed. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm saying I know to do no, it, no. but you help somebody or advise them which direction to go mm. a little bit. So, um, but I definitely knew that I don't want to be a director and I can't even imagine my life not doing costumes. I really don't know if I can do anything else because I love this so much. Oh. I'm happiest when. Oh, that's lovely. And what's your favorite part of your job? Uh, my favorite part is when I actually start trying the clothes, the trials, the costume trials. Because um, it's one thing to create something on paper, look at an image, you know, define characters. Then you start sourcing fabrics, then you construct them. But till you don't see them on the person, you really don't know. Sometimes you can imagine something and you, mm. in your head it's looking beautiful. But it doesn't look all that you wanted it to when you see it on the person. So that part is my favorite part when I start trying clothes on people and, you know, start selecting things and seeing what colors come into play like that. And then, as you mentioned, when you have an idea in your head and you think it's going to look great there and then it's slightly different to what you imagined. What's your process of kind of going back to the table and sort of reassessing that? Um, I... First thing, I always like being a little safer than sorry. So I keep some options. Mm. I, I visualize one or two things and I keep some kind of an option with me in mind. So that even when I'm trying things, I try two, three things to see what's working better. Because at the end of the day, you know, uh, you can imagine something that would have suited somebody whose skin tone is very different, who, who could be much taller, a silhouette that works for a taller body rather than a shorter person. So all these things, I mean, most of it, we do kind of work out before. Mm and we have then color options and things like that so I feel uh, it's important to think on your toes when you're doing a trial you know yeah kind of see what is my option what is not working in this what can I change quickly just put a few things together and you beauty of films that we sometimes if we need to do this one more time we'll do it yeah there's flexibility there's a little flexibility and why not if you want to make something perfect and great you need to give it a little bit of time and attention of course that's part of one of the joys of what we do I would say as well yeah. <laughs> um so I'll come to my uh, last question which is what are your three to watch recommendations uh three films one is Bulbul it's one of my most favorite films it was like when I read the script I didn't really know what it would turn out to and when it when I saw it 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 amazed me oh wow so happy with the film so that film every message in the film every little detail everything is just beautiful in the film so that is one of my suggestions then one suggestion is another film of mine called Sardar Uddham, which is a period film I loved the film just loved it it's uh, oh I need to check it out yeah so it is on Amazon and uh, that is the second suggestion and again another one of my films it's called Piku oh I love that film <laughs> Yeah, so that film I really, really love. Again, the simplicity, how simple every character is and how I feel 
anybody can relate with those characters. Mm. So that is one of my all-time favorite films. That the storyline to that is actually really simple as well. I think I was trying to explain the storyline to a friend of mine, and you know, she was saying it's just this relationship with his daughter and a, a father and daughter, and then him just being a stubborn parent. It was, it was, it's just a simple storyline. But you know, like, if you actually just yeah. read it as a script, you'd be like, why are we talking so much about constipation? <laughs> yeah. But when you see the film, that is the beauty. That even the actors, I mean, Irfan Khan, uh, Deepika, and Amitabh Bachchan, they were brilliant. So yeah, that is the genius of also of Sajid Sarkar, how he, I mean, bring the story to life. Yeah, so. to, I think that's the thing, such a simple concept and then bringing it to life in such a relatable way yeah. as well. Um, well, thank you, Vera, for uh, taking the time to speak to me. It's been lovely and I really appreciate it. It's been really interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely chatting to you. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Vera. And if you get a moment, could you please like, follow or subscribe on your podcast platform and follow the Crew Chats podcast on Instagram. Thank you.